Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's been a long time coming, but what up, Knicks fans, and what? is up Barry motherfucking D and what is up Craig and good day to Jay aka Blanderson Hooper we got Summer Blanderson in the house right now good day to you as well Craig barely have spoken to you guys I saw Barry a few weeks back for a Nets elimination game slash poker night slash almost dying twice doing virtual reality in his living room. Barry, the bruising has finally cleared up. You were like so close to ending up in the emergency room. <laughs> I don't have any idea what you two are talking well, about. We'll, we'll get into that later. All right. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. Surprisingly, we've gotten no reviews or ratings during our hiatus. Is that shocking? No. No. And please... Subscribe to the one podcast that apparently when we're not around, you miss us. You lust after us like a girl who just won't call you back. Well, at least in this one instance. Jay, play voicemail number one. Okay, that's enough time. I think we need another episode. I can't live my life this way anymore. Checking to see every single morning if you guys did a new episode. More, please. And that is why we are here. That's why we're I back. don't like hearing that sound of desperation in listeners of this show. It is like uh, looking at your phone, you know, the next morning to see if she texted you back or not. He's usually calling us, what, out of breath because he's... Yeah, with the dog. What is he doing? He's walking, he's walking the dog. his asshole dog. Oh, yeah, walking the asshole dog. <laughs> it's the first time I've heard him not walking the dog. Because he's so depressed he can't even leave the house, apparently. But we're back, DB. All right, guys, the summer is heating up, and there's a ton of exciting sports action going on. Bet Online is where you can find it all, from the NBA and Stanley Cup Finals to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We are in the thick of summer, guys. It's been some time since we last spoke, like I said. It's been a nice break. I've taken a break from Twitter a little bit, but I've been on the sidelines watching everyone on Nick's Twitter, everyone defending RJ to death. Whenever he's mentioned in any trade rumors for whoever it is, mostly Damian Lillard. Yeah, that's that's the one. We'll get we'll get to that. Everyone talking about Frank practice highlights for the French team. It's pathetic. <laughs> he dunked it. Did you see he dunked it in practice? Luka Doncic hates Chris Dapps. <laughs> Who doesn't? Trying to watch these awful NBA playoffs of late. The Hawks going down with a hobbled Trey Young. Giannis hobbling into the NBA Finals. Against the Suns, along with his teammate and former Nick, Bobby, Crazy Eyes, Part 2, Portis. Tommy D, who retired from Twitter while we've been gone, but he still comes on once in a blue moon to tweet, which I don't, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Tweeted out. He just tweeted out. He's been, he's retired. He's retired from Twitter. So then he is retired. He's back though. Check, he, he tweeted... Check Twitter for the first time in forever. I see zero Bobby Portis apologies from Knicks fans. Goes back to enjoying life. Which is untrue. I've seen a fair share. Knicks fans need to apologize to Bobby Portis? You know what he means. But, I've, you know, I've seen him get his fair share of respect the way he's been playing. Which is fine. Jokes about the Knicks and, you know, Langston Galloway being on the Suns, going to the finals. Bobby Portis going to the finals. There's always some retread from some team who's like, you could buy a team yeah. in the finals. Somebody had a tweet that, like, I mean, a former Nick has been in the past, like, 70 NBA finals or something right, fucking so like, ludicrous. I mean, 
You could probably do that for a lot of teams. Oh, it's <laughs> bound to happen. There's only one guy playing in this finals now that's been there before. Jeez. Everybody else is their first time, so it's bound to happen. It doesn't stop. You know, I've been watching the the usual bait has basically been happening for the past month. I don't think we've missed a beat. All right. Enough about what I've been doing though. Barry, it's yeah. good to see you. How you was too, Georgia? You were in Georgia for like a week. Oh, Georgia right? was surprisingly fantastic. Did you visit Brandon? Did you go there to see Brandon? <laughs> you know, yeah. Did you did you even like Did you reach did, out or anything? anything? Yeah, did you reach Come out on. at all? I to be honest with you, I actually thought of it when I got home after my trip. I was like, oh yeah, Brandon from the GA, and I was in the GA. <laughs> you were Barry in the GA. I, it didn't even occur to me while I was there. You were there with just your wife, like an anniversary. Just my thing? wife. We handed the kids off to the grandparents and uh the handoff was in Atlanta because, God help me, I'm not flying to Alabama. So we decided to fly to Atlanta. They took the four-hour drive from Alabama to pick up the kids. And instead and of coming home- this is your home, crazy mother-in-law, the, the, yes. the handoff? Did yes. anything happen in the handoff with her? Because mm. I know she's sent you some of her more annoying uh, emails or texts lately. Yeah, they're back. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the links to the crazy YouTube videos are back. I told you that bitch crazy. Yeah, it was pretty harmless. <laughs> But my wife and I decided let's we actually researched Georgia to see if there's any like nice getaway spots and we found the one. Who the knew? One? The one there I'm assuming it's the only one because it was really really great. But most of the people that are there are from Georgia or they're from Florida because you're not going to fly to Georgia because you could hit a nice resort I'm sure in a lot of places. So it's a resort in Georgia? Is there is there like a be- is there beaches there? Water or Well there, there are. This wasn't cuz this was in Pine Mountain. About an hour mm. south of Atlanta. But this was a huge resort. They had two lakes within the resort and they had beaches on the lakes. Um, you know, a lot of nice stuff to do. I rented a, a, a Camaro convertible. What? Which was awesome. Uh, a, a, a red Why? Camaro Why convertible. That? I never upgrade my rental cars, ever. And this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask the guy. So I asked him, I said, do you have any nice cars? It's like, what are you looking for? I was like, I don't know, like a luxury car, convertible. He's like, I got a BMW convertible or a Camaro convertible. And I was like, well, how much more is that? And surprisingly, it wasn't much more. So I got the car and sure enough, day two, I walk out of the hotel. There's a big fucking dent in the back rear bumper of the car. Uh-oh. That happened overnight. So now I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, shit. And I never take out insurance. <laughs> I happen to take it out. But I'm like stressing the whole time. Like, what the fuck? How much money am I going to have to fucking pay for this? But- Fortunately, even if I didn't take out insurance, my regular car insurance would have transferred over and covered it. I don't have to pay anything. But, uh, but they I always say to not take that extra insurance because you don't need to. Which I found out. My insurance company said anything they don't cover, we'll cover. So yeah, you don't you don't need to take it. Jay, what do you want him to drive around in? He's there just with his wife. No, I'm glad a, I did. It's an opportunity to have a little fun. What do you want him to drive around in? I mean, do you can you picture Barry driving around in a red convertible Camaro? Sure, why not? No, God, why not? No. Oh, it was great. You know how many compliments I got on that car? from people throughout that trip. It was great because we were in the car a lot. I don't know. You don't seem like a red Camaro type to me. I pulled it off. Nah, I, no, I don't think that's true at all. No. <laughs> Come on. I actually had a picture of a Camaro on my phone for about a year and a half, just going back a couple of years ago. Why? Because I thought about I might want to get one. Oh, and then I was like, so I wanted to stare at it for a year and a half to see if I really wanted it. And I decided I didn't want it. But then I had the chance to rent one. I'm good. I got my fix now and it was, it was, it was nice. And Blandy, you're about to go on vacation, right? That's why we're doing I this am. today. I am. Where are you going? Back going back to, to New uh, Hampshire. New Hampshire. Another full week with New the Hampshire. <laughs> That's where you did the podcast with us that one time. Yeah, last year. And the loons oh. were in the background making the noise. Can we do that again? Possibly. That was great. Yeah. The loons. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> are, are we doing one next week? I know last year we were knee deep. I, I kind of want to do one just because you're going to be there, and kind of <laughs> we were knee deep in in you know. Uh, NBA draft prospects, but like this year we don't seem to give a shit. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'll be I'll be in New Hampshire for a week with the in laws. Can't wait. Sounds amazing. Can't wait, Barry. The last time I saw you, first of all, let's celebrate a little bit. Why? Because we got you... to watch. First of all, I got to win poker at your house, which yes. I've never won. Before, oh, you won! Which is amazing. He won. I won that motherfucker. Yeah, and I was trying to get everyone to put more money in, but your wife only wanted everyone to put in like ten bucks, which really yeah, fucked me over, Barry. Really fucked me over. Yeah, yeah, you could have won double because, yeah, we were going to do 20 bucks, but. Barry's son was playing with us, yeah. which was kind of fun. Really? Oh, you yeah. that short on players? Uh, well, he, he knows how to play. And, and whatever, it was relaxed. He put in his own money, Jay. Wait, what? Dude, I took, I took, I took Trey's money from him. You let your 11 <laughs> year old put in his own money? Yeah, what, what he's got, he's got money. 
He's he's 11. You let adults take your kids' money? Yeah, let him start learning the value of money, Jason. Dude, Trey 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 at the beginning wow. was doing a lot of um bluffing. And right. he bluffed at one point and got a lot of money back cuz he tricked everybody. And I, I said, I, don't, I think I said to him, I said, I'm going to love taking all this money from you, Trey, at the end of the night. <laughs> to a kid. <laughs> to a kid. I mean, if you're going to play with the adults, you know, what? you can't go easy on them, right, Barry? That's right. You can't. You want to wow. play with the big boys? You play with the big boys. That was a, I, had, I had a great night. So we, we, we did that. And then I kind of watched the Nets lose We had the Nets the Bucks. Bucks game seven on in the background. I couldn't really watch the final seconds because I knew if I watched... They were gonna. They would come back, dude. Craig is <laughs> such a passionate Nets hater. I'm telling you, the oh, hatred runs deep within Craig. I did not know that. I look. I know you didn't like this, but I'm telling you, you are so passionate about it, and you hate them so much. He couldn't. He couldn't watch the final. Uh, the final seconds of regulation. Yeah, because I knew if I watched, Durant was going to hit that shot. I knew he was going to hit that shot too. You know, his foot was on the line, but I knew. But he was I watched hit that the shot. one that he hit. I I happened to be watching that one, and so the next one, the next opportunity in overtime, or whatever, I refused to watch. But Barry over there, while I'm an anti Nets person, he's fucking rooting for them because he's got well, like hundred bucks on them. on them. I had, I had money, money on the season. You don't have enough money on you them. You're rooting, to be for, rooting the for the Nets. Yes. Yeah, I didn't care enough. How much money were you due to win? I was due to win 250 bucks. Okay, no, that's fucking sorry. worth it? No. Yeah, what the fuck difference no. does it make to me? Listen no, to that me. means like you root for them to lose, but if they happen to win, you get 250 bucks. Yeah, but was I really win. bummed out that they lost? Did I really give a shit in the end? No, but if no, I had the choice, were, look, you, if I had the choice to make to $250 or lose $100, I want to make the <laughs> 250 Listen, listen to me. Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Uh, get okay, the fuck out. remember that. What is that, new? Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> I just had a feeling that Barry was going to go, you know, talk about the Nets in a positive light. So I just wanted to be ready. Right. You just you disgust me, Barry. Right. The the Hawks, on the other hand, I feel like Knicks fans like split. You know, some wanted to see them lose, you know, because they were the ones that knocked us out, and some wanted to see them prevail for whatever reason because they they, because they, they liked the fact that out. they were in a last place team uh you know a couple of years ago or because they knocked us out and it gives value to, yeah. to where the knicks were that's and, basically you know, they, the reason that's yeah. what it comes down to i mean i'm feeling a lot better about you know getting destroyed and and kicked out of the building by the hawks watching them go to, to six games with the bucks i felt good yeah. and then i was flying high after that nets loss <laughs> unbeatable and then we did some virtual reality which was jay have you done that at barry's no He's got those, what are those, Oculus goggles? I missed this whole thing. I was out to a family dinner, so I missed this whole... Oh my God, Barry, Barry's like, you got to try this virtual reality, these virtual reality goggles. (laughs) What exactly is it, Barry? Is it Oculus? It's the Oculus. So we strap it on Craig's head and I put him in, we strap it on Craig's head. Oh, when you strapped it on... People ask you if you want it in the butt. What? Okay. He's back. Jay's been dying to do drops I haven't done any drops in, in a month. Go take a big sip. There you go. All right. So you strapped it on his head. There's this thing called the plank experience where you're on like the city street and behind you is an elevator and you step into the elevator, you push the button, the doors close. It's got the elevator music and everything. You're, you're, you know, you're going up in the elevator and uh, the doors open and you're now atop this skyscraper and there's a plank walking out and it's just gives you the effect it's 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 hard to walk out onto the plank craig couldn't do it at first what do you mean he couldn't do it i couldn't do it the first time either what do you mean you couldn't do it like you were wary or you just like you couldn't get yourself well, it's scary you feel like you feel like you're you know two 300 feet in the air and you feel like if you slip you're gonna fall but you and know he, and craig, so craig goes well what happens if i fall no honestly i'm thinking i'm like all of a sudden like a black mirror episode and i'm gonna step off the plank and somehow i'm gonna die from it all right <laughs> It yeah, doesn't make he's any like, sense. But dude, let me tell you, when you're, when you're put in this world, first of all, it takes a while to, to get in the elevator. You're looking around. You're pressing the buttons. It's not really working that great. You finally start moving. You become like entranced in this world and you kind of forget where you are. Right. And did that Barry you're in Barry's you, living room. What? Did he tell you what was going to happen? He told me there's gonna, you're going to go in an elevator. It's called plank. He told me exactly what he just told yeah. you. Yeah. And, and, okay. and Craig's like, what happens if I step off the plank? I said, well, it's going to be like you're free falling. He's like, but am I really going to fall? <laughs> I said, Craig, the floor is, is right here. The floor's not going anywhere, all right? It's going to feel like you're falling, but you're not. So we're saying that he's kind of getting his bearings, 
and he's like, you know, he's tiptoeing onto the thing. I'm having a conversation. Yeah, I was really, I was, I was freaking out. I was, I couldn't and, do But it. he's like, but I guess it came down to the fact that he wasn't going to jump off of it. Wait, you're supposed to jump off? No, you can, you no, can no, jump you're supposed off. to yeah. step off. But, yeah, because then you'll so, actually be free falling. You ever, like, I remember when I was a kid, you like, I don't know, you'd, like, let's say you're at like a water park and there's something that you're like afraid to go down and then all of a sudden you just have to be like, all right, fuck it, I'm just doing it and you just right. jump as fast yes. as you can, right? So... I was like, I'm not doing this. There's no way. I was about to give up. And I was like, no, fuck this. Why am I being such a pussy? This is a virtual reality. But this is all going on in his head. He's having my this head. dialogue oh, yeah. with himself. So okay. then I, I back up, back into the elevator. I'm like, I'm just going to take a running, j- I'm going to take a running jump off the plank because I'm not going to be able to do it any other <laughs> He backs up, dude. And he, he bends his knees and like a track star at like, <laughs> what do they call them? The blocks. And somebody shoots a gun. He fucking takes off because I guess he thinks he's just gonna run and jump Wait, off the. This thing. is in your living room. In my yes. living room, he ran into the fucking desk against the wall and he fell down. I have lost all sense of where I'm at at this point. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he ran full speed into the office desk in the living room, and he boy, fell down. that escalated quickly. But I was I was so out of sorts, dude, because I was in there so long. I I forgot there were walls in the room and furniture. <laughs> So when I jumped, I hit the desk so and then the hard. floor. And dude, I thought it was all part of the game or something. Like I literally thought I was die. I thought I, I I thought I hit the street. Dude, I didn't I'm know so what pissed was going I didn't on. have my camera filming this because oh, it was that the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> but it didn't end there, Jay. No. That was my first injury. His where first I did injury. have like. I, I swear, I'm not even joking. I've got a little tenderness in my ribs from hitting that test. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was crazy. Okay. So then I said, uh, I said, Craig, you got to try this other thing. Now, I said, get in the elevator. But instead of pushing the button, there's a secret panel on the left side. And there's a button that says not suitable for children. Uh-oh. You're going to push that button. It's going to take you into a nightmare mode. Oh, no. God, no. And uh-uh. this, by the way, I did check with Barry. Because Trey was down there with us. And I was yeah, like, I won't do you even let, let, my kids do you let do Trey it. do this? He won't, he'd let his kids play poker and lose money with us. But that's suitable for kids, I guess. But he would not let Trey. Does Trey know about this? Do, yes, he knows yeah, because I've it, done yeah. it. And I told them not to do it because it'll give them nightmares. It's so Barry, you told scary. me there's like a clown, like a yeah, creepy Yeah, so I kind of describe a bunch of the things that are going to happen. There's going to be these spiders that try to get in the elevator. No. Then it's going to let you... It's going to it's going to let you out into this dark room and there's this crazy fucking guy at the other end of the room wearing like paint on his face nope. in a suit. There's an operating table next to you I'm and he's walking towards you with a drill. <laughs> no. And you try to get out of the way of the drill. The drill he he fucking, you know, <laughs> no, tries I'm to not doing stab that. you with yeah, the drill. So so listen to this. So I I get in this world, right? And I'm like, "All right, I know it. I'm not scared of this fucking clown guy. Whatever." So I go in and yeah, the spiders are coming, huge spider. I'm messing around. I'm like you know, I'm a big man now. You know, I, I've I've jumped off of the building. I can do anything. So I'm like, but I didn't tell him spi- is what happens at the end. Yeah, I'm kicking the spiders. <laughs> the clown guys come to me. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. And I'm like dancing with him. I'm pretend. I I started to like. I didn't tell you this, but I started to like pretend like I was going to dry hump him, and then I realized there's other people in the room <laughs> and maybe kids. So I didn't do that. <laughs> and then. I'm just messing around. I'm like, oh, this isn't fucking scary. You can't scare me. You're not even real. This is a video game. Right? So then it is all, I think it's over. All of a sudden I'm back on the street and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to walk back. And actually I was like, I'm just going to look, walk, try to walk around the city a little bit for a quick second. And I turn around and a fucking city bus is charging right at me, dude. And I jumped out of the fucking way. So now he runs back out of the way into the coffee table and he falls down you again. Know how you, would, you know how like if a car was charging at you, you would leap? You would kind of like leap. Right, you want to like leap kind of on the hood so that way. I like leapt your... out of the way into the coffee table and, and I think into Barry's arms. <laughs> and meanwhile, I couldn't believe he did this again a second time. Uh, uh, great times. <laughs> really <laughs> unbelievable. And I walked away with like $60, you know, which was incredible. (laughs) That's it? How many people played poker? I think there was only two, four, six. Yeah, like six of us. Might have been like eight. Oh, oh, maybe eight of us. Eight of us. It's a pretty sorry poker game. Guys, have you been watching these Damian Lillard rumors on Twitter? 
Um, it's all there, all you can see. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing basically there were rumors that the Knicks would have to give up Obi, Mitch, quickly, RJ, both of their picks in the first round, maybe more picks, pick swaps. And the one thing that that Knicks fans seem united on, more united than I thought, is that they would not trade RJ for anything right now, pretty much. I haven't seen like that much like, oh, no, I don't want to trade all of that. It's just really about RJ and not wanting to deal RJ. And then you've also heard rumors for like alternate trade rumors for like Donovan Mitchell or Colin Sexton. But obviously we've heard a lot about Lillard with the coaching situation out there. Supposedly now maybe he's not crazed about the Chauncey Billups hire. Barry, what's your thoughts on the Damian Lillard RJ thing? Is RJ completely untradeable for you? Does it depend on who else they might get along with Lillard? Who no, else they it's might all about Lillard. Nothing yeah. else matters. It's, it's just about Lillard, but you're not going to be able to get him if RJ is not included in the deal. I don't think giving up RJ in a Damian Lillard deal is too much. I don't know if that's the route that I want to go. I mean, I, I, but I'd be fine with it. I mean, if you give me Damian Lillard on this team, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're left with. You know, right. are we I, giving up all our young talent? You don't want to give Damian away everything. Lillard? And then where does that put you? You know, um, obviously the East isn't as tough of a conference as the West, even still. It's not as tough as the West. And look where it's gotten Portland. And they've got guys like McCollum. They've got guys like Carmelo, uh, you know, Norman Powell, who stepped up. They've, they've got guys in that team. You dismantle this team, you know, and they, they do, they, their youth has stepped up. I mean, RJ stepped up huge, quickly stepped up big time um, in his rookie season beyond what we thought he would do. So, and, and then, you know, they're, most of their team is made up of free agents this year that they're going to lose. So I don't know who you're going to support around Lillard after this. And Lillard and Randall aren't enough to do it. But, you know, you give me Lillard and I have to give up RJ and some other pieces. I think that's fair, you know, or I'll stick with RJ and I'll ride him out, you know, and see where where, where that takes me. I'm fine with either direction they go, but you, you're not going to get Lillard here without giving up RJ. And if that's the price you got to pay, that's the price you got to pay if it's important enough to get him. here. What, what if it's RJ and quickly and Toppin? I don't think that's too much for Damian Lillard. I know, but then what are you left with? Besides Randall and Lillard. Mitch, not a lot of young guys, but... Yeah. yeah well, like Mitch was I, a free agent too. Well, not this year, after next, possibly. Well, team option. Team option right. this year. So yeah, I mean, I, I would have a very hard time giving up Obi, Mitch, quickly, RJ, and the picks for Lillard. I do agree. How do you get Lillard without giving up RJ? I don't know how you can. It's just going to be Obi, who did like nothing this year. Mitch, who he's still kind of an unknown, and quickly, who had a you know a good rookie season, but he's very unknown too. It's not enough to get Damian Lillard. Yeah, and there's going to be other teams with offers, yes, better than the Knicks, and the, and the Knicks aren't the only team that's being rumored for Lillard. You're seeing you know the 76ers, you're seeing Minnesota, you're seeing the Raptors, the Lakers, the Celtics, the Cavaliers. All these teams are in the rumor mill about trying to get Damian Lillard as well. I don't mind giving up RJ and other things on the Knicks roster. I just don't want to give up every young asset we have that's not named Frank or Knox. You know, that's basically what we're doing. And and I don't think it's I don't think it's worth it. A lot of not a lot, but there's some fans or experts who think that's crazy that you get a chance to get Lillard, you have to get him. But give up every give up everybody? No, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a right answer or wrong answer. I think you know what you have to give up to get him. But what side of that fence you're on, I don't think is so clear cut, you know? Um, I Again, I'm not, I, I told you what I think you have to get him, and I think that's a fair deal. Would you give up Obi, Mitch, Quickly, and RJ, but you get to keep all your picks? I'd give up two of our young guys and three picks or something like that. I can't give up four of our young guys and two picks. RJ's a different young guy, though. So when you say young guys, you, you have it's to gonna have to be name RJ. by it's name. Be, He's at a different level okay, it's than gonna have to IQ. Be, and, like, would you give up, yeah, no, but I'm saying, would you give up four RJ, Obi, Quickly and Mitch for Lillard. No, no picks. So you'd no still picks? have the 19, the 21, Randall, Lillard. And possibly, I assume if they trade for Lillard, they're going to sign some free agent, whether it's yeah. Chris Paul or somebody, to join. I know you right. might not need Chris Paul as badly, but right. it would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I ultimately, I'd rather not. Okay. And I'd rather keep these guys. I mean, it's fun watching the developments that RJ is making. It's fun thinking about the impact player that IQ can be. So having that here, I think, is huge. And I mean, it's a sh- again, there's not these 
a ton of big names, but it's a huge free agency class that we have. You can really dress up this team, um, you know, through that where you can still make strides going forward, you know, and then seeing the development, you know, continue for these kids. And imagine Randall isn't the guy like, you know, we think he had a great season this past year. Amazing season, comeback player of the year. Let's just say for argument's sake, it was a fluke. All right. And you got Lillard. And now you're left with Julius Randle and Damian Lillard. And all your fucking young pieces are gone. When you spread your wealth a little more in multiple pieces, there's less chance for failure, right? It's like so you Barry got said, quickly RJ, Mitch, Toppin. Like one of those guys is going to fucking hit, you would think. But I you're mean, just left with Randall and Lillard? Right. And if he's got McCollum and Carmelo and Norman Powell and Yusef Nurkic and all them, and they could, I mean, obviously the West is a different story, but. Like, how? what's he going to do here with Julius Randle? Now, for me, unless the Knicks have some other plan to pair someone with him, right? giving up that much youth for someone in, in their early 30s, even though he's one of the top players in the game easily, is just not worth the risk for me. I mean, Kawhi went down, right? So that he's not going to make a difference for next year. His injury is so unclear as to exactly is that surprising? Is. is that surprising? No, when it comes to him, agency? no, because he's always a, a man of mystery. But we don't know that he's going to be out next season. It, you, you don't, you don't know exactly. So are they? Are you, you going <laughs> to fucking sign him for that? <laughs> with that, with that unknown, would they go after Chris Paul and have Chris Paul, Lillard, and Randall? Is Chris Paul going to opt out? I mean, I guess if he ends up with a Finals MVP or something, but who who's walking away from forty four million dollars? He's got that State Farm money, especially if they win this year. You know, why would you, why would you leave, especially with that money? I would be way more likely to, to trade those guys for like a Donovan Mitchell, because at least in my mind, he's six or seven years younger than Lillard, an amazing player in his own right. Yeah. And I'd be much more excited to trade for him, knowing that he's going to be a, a long-term part of the team and he's instantly makes the team better and those around him. Do you guys have a feeling about him or Colin Sexton, other names you've heard? You know, I looked at the the free agency lists and I, I like, you know, have like it broken down on who I, you know, would like the Knicks to sign and, you know, and who I wouldn't. I've got like 30 guys that I'm into and 30 guys that, you know, I, I don't, I don't want them to sign. So I do have, you know, opinions on the matter. And I, like I said, I think there's a lot of pieces out there that you could sprinkle into this team and it'll still be a fun, exciting team to watch. Um, and you get the right mix of, of players in here, and I think that they can, you know, stick around and maybe be in the middle of the pack again, like they were this year. You know, but that's what we got to hope that it wasn't just a, you know, a fluke, a fluke type year. The the only thing about Colin Sexton that is attractive to me is putting him in quickly in the backcourt for a quick sex backcourt. Mm. Other than that, I just, I mean, like, why would we want to retread from Cleveland? Is that is that really what we want? And plus, I mean, there's so many guys that are, you know, at least. To me, a notch, you know, above Sexton that you can and get. The, well, you know. I mean, they're willing to give up on him already, but we'll take him. Well, Jay, that depends who they draft. They've got the third pick in the draft. Colin Sexton averaged 24 plus points a game last year. He's 22 years old still. They got Darius Garland at the point as well. There's some good point guards, shooting guards up the top of this year's draft. So I don't know if it means they're giving up on him. I think it's Donovan Mitchell. I think that's who we need to concentrate on. I'm higher on Donovan Mitchell than I was a year ago. Yeah. I, I think it's just, it's the age, you know? And it was another season that he had where he showed the player that he is. You know, he, he's he's strung these seasons together where, you know, he's elite. Does the Damian Lillard trade, potential trade, remind you of Carmelo when he traded for Melo? At the time, fans thought it was way too much. You know, but looking back on it, those pieces, there wasn't that much. Well, other than Gallinari, who really turned into anything? Nobody, but at the time, people thought, People thought we were giving up too much and too many young pieces. And Look, Damian Lillard. We were Lillard. just starting to turn a corner. We were just starting to play well. Now we're going up Gallo, Wilson Chandler, fucking uh, the Timothy Mozgov. Mozgov. Which everyone was very upset about. Mozgov. So, da- <laughs> Damian's a clear-cut top 10 player in the league. And you look at any of these blockbuster trades that happen with any of these top 10 players, and you're giving up the farm. That's what just the way Nets it is. You got to give up James everything Harden? for these guys to move. James Harden was different. That was a little, a little different. Jared Allen, Cash LeVert. Yeah. 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 LeVert, Allen. That was a little different because of how disgruntled and and like. How fat he got. I mean. How fat he he got. He was just, you know, he he had one foot out the door 
Houston had their backs up against the wall. Um, you know, and Harden's, you know, a weird fit. You know, I th- Lillard's going to have a lot more suitors if it comes out, you know, that, that he wants, that he truly wants out of there. You know, yeah, we're but, hearing but grumblings now, NBA, but it hasn't come out. NBA players also do have a weird way, of, even if they do have suitors, ending up where they wanted to go somehow. Yeah, look at Harden. Even with Harden. Look at Harden, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was clear he wanted to go to Brooklyn. And, you know, they Houston tried its hardest to not send him to Brooklyn. <laughs> and where does he fucking end up? Brooklyn. So he could have a lot of suitors, but if he makes it clear, he's not going to be happy. And I don't know how they do it. Somehow they end up where they wanted to go. I don't know if that's the organization just trying to appease an agent, a player. I think the agents have a lot of power in that, you know, because somehow it always happens like that. Yeah, I don't think Lillard to the Knicks is happening. You know, for me, it's way below 50%. Maybe maybe ship off one or two of those young guys and one or two picks to somebody else and then pick up one of the point guards in free agency. You know, maybe you go after Paul or or Lowry or there's Lonzo Ball, you know, instead of giving up the farm for Damian Lillard. Guys, the draft is coming up on July 29th. We had a little homework assignment. We are looking at four wings today who could be available to us at 19 and 21. Uh, Barry, why don't you talk about the first one we were all going to watch, Zaire Williams. You're joking with me or what? Freshman out of Stanford. <laughs> Did I miss Did my you homework not watch assignment? This? Did you not see this text? Hey. You kidding? Like a week ago? Uh, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't do any homework, Craig. What? I'm going to get a zero in my folder. Are you fucking kidding? It was what me and Jay have to talk about him? Yeah. All right, Jay, talk about Zaire Williams. <sighs> well, I, I mean, you were a uh, joke. <laughs> he's, he's coming out of Stanford. He's only 19 years old, you know, six foot eight. Barry, we're fucking with you. <laughs> oh, I'm looking back through my text. I was like, what the fuck? Was I drunk when I fucking... Starting on the next show, we're going to be looking at some draft prospects <laughs> that the Knicks might draft. All right. So th- I, I feel like on the next show, we'll, we'll pick three or four wings. How does that sound, Barry? That sounds great. All right. <laughs> so be ready this time. You guys want to hear some voicemails? Yes. Um, I'd like to hear some voicemails. Oh, wait. Do I have to play the voicemails? No, that is why I sent them to you. Okay. All right. Here we go. So there's only... Well, am I... You don't need to DJ? talk about how many there are. Just fucking play them. But is the but, DJ one one of them? Yes. Just do that okay, at the so end. So I'll go with that first. No. The end. Yeah? The end. Okay. <laughs> Yo. I know you guys aren't really doing a podcast just yet, but... Today's the 15th of June, man. I just wanted to shoot a quick happy birthday to Blandy. Appreciate all that you do, man. By the way, this is Brandon from the GA. Oh, so um, yeah, just wanted to say happy birthday. Hope there's a good one, man. Say hi to the fam. All right. You've been, you've been holding on to that for Did like I three weeks, Craig. to you on your birthday? You, you didn't send that to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Real oh. nice. Well, thank you very much, Brandon from the GA. I appreciate it. <laughs> Literally. You don't pass along the happy birthdays. Barry doesn't even bother to reach out to the guy. You know, the way you treat our listeners. I, I played Sorry about it today. that, Brandon. I appreciate it greatly. Hey, guys, this is Ralph. I just wanted to let you know that I'm fine. I just uh, get busy with things. So, you know, don't always uh, think to call y'all. And besides that, of course, the season's over. But I'm still watching the playoffs and enjoying doing that anyway. Catching up with the news. Julius Randle. Uh, second team all-star, most improved. That's great. Talk to y'all later. Here, Ralph is basically saying, you know, I got, I am busy with other things, guys. During the season, he called us like 15 times in a, in a span of three minutes. And now we're crazy for worrying about where's Ralph. Can I, that's gotta be a drop. What, what's the drop? I'm getting busy. I, I get busy. Yeah, that's gotta be it. I get busy, busy with things. That's got to be a drop. I think I just, I think I'm getting busy. Come on, Ralph, we miss you. But Ralph, it's okay. So I know we were all worried. Yo, what up? What up? What up? It's your boy DJ from Germany here. Just a quick one. Uh, I want to thank you for the great season, for all the great shows, um, especially for the one I was a part of. And and especially for all the times you're bringing me in uh, from from my quotes with my quotes. Um, Hold on, yeah, with, with what? With Did, the he Sundowner here. Did he is say with his Croats? Is that short sure for like Croatians? Croats? Yeah, that's what I thought he said. Like, <laughs> did we have him on with some some people from Croatia? 
Can we can we bring that back? Yo, Wait. what up? What up? What up? You know it's what your he's boy DJ from Germany here. And especially for all the times you're bringing me in uh, from from my quotes with my quotes. Um, yeah, it's a great sundowner here in Germany. Orange and blue skies. I love you, and I'm very excited for the new season and the new season of Hardnick's life. Thank you, guys. See you. Blandy, how excited is he? He's very excited. And he loves us. Wow. Well, his, lo- his, his loves us. This feels so good. This his feels loves us is so probably in air quotes. You know. Wow. <laughs> oh, right. I love you. What do you mean? You think that was in air quotes? <laughs> Maybe it was in air quotes. Oh, man. He did tweet out a photo of the orange and blue sundown, which is the only reason I knew what he was talking about there. Do you, you mean sunset? Yes. Well, he means sunset. Oh. I thought he was talking about like Alzheimer's there for a second. Sundown? Yeah. What does that mean? Sundowning? That's like when you when people who have Alzheimer's oh, they really? forget stuff at night. Oh. Well, did not know that. I thought he was talking about like he had a Croatian friend who also has Alzheimer's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe not. All right. You know what time it is? Well, I don't know if he's got anything prepared, but it is time. I got a, I got a little something something. Oh, all right. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake oh. Company. And we have a very special oh, that's right. giveaway happening right now. We are going to build, and we got the sexy music playing right now. We are going to build the sexiest fucking crumb cake you've ever put your lips on. All right. We're going to build it for you now, and then we've got a bunch of listeners who retweeted a tweet. It's not a lot, but we've got a decent amount of people that we're going to enter into a drawing right now, and we're going to see who wins it. So, guys, should we do the drawing first so they know who's going to win it, or first build it? Let's build it. Let's build it first. All right, so everybody, you got to go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com, which is ClarksonAvCrumb.com. That's as simple as that. They have a build-your-own-crumb cake thing. We're going to go with option three, the expensive one, because Clarkson Avenue's paying for it, so why not? So guys, click on option three. You get a choice of cake flavor, cake filler, spread, ganache, and crumb. There's five things we get to choose from. Ron, they got it in the corner, the bottom corner of the screen. They have like a little pie plate or cake plate. And as you build your cake, it, it starts to appear with the different things on it. That is amazing. I don't know how to do this exactly with three of us. I'm just going to just don't judge and let's not argue about it. All right. Because I know we're passionate about crumb cake. But Barry, I want you to do the first one. Choose your cake. All right. So so my choices for the cake itself is classic or chocolate. And since this is going to basically be the, the basis of the cake and I don't know where direction you guys are going to go in, I'm going to go classic. Okay. I think that's a smart choice. All right, Jay. Why don't you pick the filler? I don't, what is that, the filler? That goes in the cake? This must I be guess for so. inside the cake. So you can do chocolate chips, peanut butter chips, Ugh. rainbow sprinkles, apples, blueberries, or nothing. See, now this is tough because typically like, I would go with peanut butter chips, but obviously you have to worry about people and um, allergies and stuff like that. So I think the most straightforward choice would be to go with chocolate chips. I think that'd be the best the best way to do it. Okay, that's an unusual choice, but we're going to go with that. So chocolate Why do you think chips, that's unusual? I would have I think I would have gone with a fruit, but this is how we're doing it. This is a group thing. If you're getting a crumb cake, I don't I don't think you want the fruit. What? <laughs> All right. Then we're going to go with select the spread. Salted caramel, raspberry preserves, strawberry preserves, apricot preserves, grape jelly, marshmallow, creamy peanut butter, chunky peanut butter, or none. Listen, given that we went with chocolate chips and classic, I think I just have to go with the marshmallow spread on this one. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Oh, look at the cake being built here. We got the chips, the white spread just laid across. No wonder it took Clarkson so long to to roll this out. (laughs) They did a great job here. Grab some ganache is the fourth here. So we're going to take a vote. We got chocolate, coffee, mint, or none. Jay, what does that mean, the ganache? A ganache is like, usually ganache is like chocolate. It's like a chocolate. Is this over the top of the whole crumb cake? Yeah. Yeah, because yes. click on it and you see it appear on there. What was our spread again? Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Okay. Or you could do none because it's still, you know, you still got to do the flavor of the crumbs going on top. All right, let's do the crumb. Can we do the crumb first? Can we go out of order? 
Yeah, yeah. I like Can that. Can we do that? Back. Yeah. Crumb, classic cinnamon, chocolate, peanut butter, graham cracker, cookie dough. How about cookie dough? I want cookie dough, too. I was and then you get the marshmallow dough. and the chocolate right, it's chips cookie underneath. Dough. I mean, we got, I want cookie dough. I was going to say that. That so works. It's two votes. Jay, are you all right with that? Yeah, I'm okay with cookie dough. That sounds good. Oh, my God. Do you see Whoa, what happens when fuck. you put that on? I did <laughs> see what happened. <laughs> Do you really get that much cookie dough? Holy Christ. Wow. The cookie dough just like. <laughs> it was like an avalanche of cookie dough. There's a load of cookie dough. <laughs> I don't think you need the ganache on this thing. I think you got a lot going on already. Jay, are we going to deny our listeners of the ganache? You mean not give it to them at all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why would you do that? Let me see what happens when you just drop it. He puts it like on. a nice little, oh. it's like a little <laughs> spread that goes between Dude, hit the, the cookie. Hit the ganache just to see what happens. See what happens there? Yeah. That's like, it looks like diarrhea. <laughs> well, that's, that. don't say that. I think you got to do a ganache. Yeah, I say we have to. I think, you either going, go, I think you either go chocolate or coffee at this point. Mint would be disgusting. No, yeah. Raise your hands for chocolate. Yeah, it's just the safest way to do it. All right, chocolate. So that's it, guys. We got our cake here. Wait, let's so find let's, out who. Let's this just is. run through this again. Then can you just? Do we really have go, to do that? Oh my just God. so, so the winner of knows. this drawing is going to get the "It's a Hard Next Life" podcast crumb cake. All right, custom built by Barry Blandy and me. It's a classic cake, right? With a chocolate chip filler, marshmallow spread. That creamy white spread, just like the way Blandy likes it. Blandy, are you okay? You're like fucking, your yeah, eyes I'm are good. bugging out, drooling. I'm good. Chocolate ganache and a cookie dough crumb. That sounds pretty good. It does sound good. Yeah. It sounds incredible. All right, let's find out who's going to get this. How do I do this? Got to do a random drawing here. Well, while you do that, this is what I would like to say. All right, congratulations too. At real underscore Teddy White. Teddy White. Congratulations, Teddy White. Wow. Come and get us. I need your address, all right? I will let you know. Enjoy. I'm going to give you a day so you can be surprised when you hear the show, and then I'll ask for your address. Why don't you just DM me when you hear the show? If you don't hear the show, then you know what? You probably shouldn't be winning it anyway, right, guys? There you go. So I'm not even going to fucking tell you. If you listen to the show, you DM us your address and you'll get your free cake. That's right. Put in the work. (laughs) All right, Teddy, DM me on Twitter and you'll get it. All right, Blandy, it is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper and that's you. All right, here we go. So a couple of things going on. You know, the draft is Thursday the 29th. Pistons are at one. Uh, Most people believe that Cade Cunningham is going to be the number one pick. Uh, although that could uh, that could change, Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin have been chosen to be on the select team that will be working out July sixth through ninth at UNLV and scrimmaging against the um, the NBA players going to Tokyo for the Olympics. I think there are what I think thirteen players. I think nine rookies and four with international experience, or maybe it's seventeen, thirteen, and four. It's, it's one of those. Two breakdowns. Oh, it's 17, so it's 13 and 4. Uh, so the two of them were chosen for that, uh, which is, you know, a nice honor. Uh, Nate McMillan has signed a four-year deal with the uh, Hawks. So we had that interim tag taken away. Rick Carlisle left Dallas and quickly signed with Indianapolis. Uh, one of the people he hired as an assistant coach in Indianapolis actually is Lloyd Pierce. Who what the fuck are you calling him Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Yeah, what? you're right. The fuck is Indianapolis? What, the Colts? Oh, sorry. Indiana. What did I say? Indianapolis? Yeah. Same difference. Uh, <laughs> Indiana, yeah. So one of the assistants he brought in was 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 Lloyd Pierce, who McMillan replaced in uh, Atlanta. And then you had the two hires that were somewhat controversial, Jason Kidd being brought in by the Mavs and Chauncey Billups in Portland. And those two are controversial just because of their history. Uh, there was a sexual assault um, charge against Billups. And then kid, kid is a wife beater, right? That I mean, that's definitive. Yes, the the Chauncey um, Billups thing was an accusation, but but Jason Kidd did beat his wife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Biggest news thing though over the last couple of days though has been what happened in ESPN with the leaking of that audio from July of last year with Rachel Nichols, uh, basically saying that Maria Taylor was getting more. Um, 
airtime at ESPN because they were trying to make up for past diversity issues. Maria Taylor is African American, and Rachel Nichols is uh, is white, and it's kind of blown up in their in their faces. She's been taken off the sideline for the NBA Finals. Rachel Nichols. Um, there was also I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter today. Twitter was blowing up with accusations. I guess just because people don't like Rachel Nichols of of Jimmy Butler um screwing Rachel Nichols last year in the bubble. It just kind of popped up out of nowhere. I don't know if there's anything to that rumor or if people are just trying to drag her because they just don't like her. But did either of you guys see any of that on on no. Twitter today or no? I did not no. see that. Uh Yeah, there was a lot of that today. Jimmy but Butler been, was trending I, this morning, and that's the reason why. I got to say, I've been loving the Rachel Nichols hate. I fucking hate Rachel Nichols. <laughs> and this can't have a little to do, Rachel, with just you sucking. I feel like all she does is rip on the Knicks and try to get under our skin. I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a big fan either. What does she do so great? You know, she here deserves, she is talking she, about- She feels that she's she has the right to be in this seat for as long as she wants, basically. I don't know if you, if you saw this, but- um, you know, here she is talking about diversity being the reason for Maria Taylor, uh, but also Rachel Nichols' husband or her mother-in-law is uh, is Diane Sawyer. Can you? I, I don't. Maybe I'm just not smart enough to understand what the deal Meaning is. Meaning, like you know, she's talking about Maria Taylor getting a shot because she's black, whereas there are people saying, "Well, Rachel Nichols got where ah. she was based on her mother-in-law's true? clout at the company." But I know that she, you know, she went on the air and apologized. Oh sure, yeah, sort of. That was a which an apology, apology like that is. I'm sorry that it got leaked. Not really that I'm sorry. Do you have that, that I, apology? That said no, I don't have that apology. Ooh. Actually, great. Should I have? I think for next time would be nice. Yeah. I know Richard Jefferson, who I don't like, and uh, Kendrick Perkins were in a weird spot. Oh yeah, on uh, on the jump today after she um, after she apologized, but. Yeah, I mean they have to. They have to like. <laughs> they're they're her co-hosts. I know. They're sort it's of like, forced right. into being, you know, supportive. accepting and, right. and supportive. Right. It's like and, here, here's the white lady apologizing for what she said behind closed doors about the African American lady, and then hey, now let's throw it to the two black guys. So hopefully they can, uh, you know. Make it seem like it's all okay. Yeah, and Kendrick Perkins, the whole time he's just talking about how, like, you know, Rachel never, you know, she always treated him properly. <laughs> I hope so. I hope she fucking at least treated you properly. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with this. Why is that always <laughs> what everyone goes to? Oh, she always treated me nicely, you know? I don't know. Does that mean, like, she's not a racist? She was nice to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's behind closed doors, talk like laughing about Black Lives Matter and yeah. And how about that with LeBron's with LeBron's PR guy? That's pretty bad. I can't imagine LeBron's thrilled about that. Speaking of LeBron, last thing that I have here: Did you see how his son Bronny was uh, playing in a game the other day, and the announcer made a comment about Bronny maybe getting the calls that night at the game because LeBron was in the house, and then he actually went over and spoke to the. Uh, to the announcer about that because he did not he did not like the announcer making that comment so he's being a real mm -hmm. uh, like a helicopter dad was Bronny at a was that an away game or a home game no it was a home game it was in it was in LeBron's gym like the one that's named after him so the guy just made a you know a snarky comment about Bronny getting the calls that night because dad was in the building is that like a radio announcer or the PA announcer no I think the PA announcer you can say shit like that yeah, that's a weird thing to say, especially in your home. Bronny, it looks like he's getting the calls tonight because his daddy's in the building. That's what he said in the middle of the game. No, I, I think it was before the game. And how's he getting the calls? <laughs> Meaning like, I, you know, he's going to get the calls tonight because dad's in the building. That's it. That's all I got for you. That's the way the basketball bounces. Guys, we're back. Are we back? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're back. At least at this moment, we're back. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslifebarry, at Barry Dworkin, and Blandy, at Blandy Hooper. You can leave us ratings and reviews. That might get us back sooner, because that makes us feel good. You can do that anywhere you listen to the show, and you can call us at any time for whatever reason. At 
33 Mesh 1. Homework for next time, guys. We're getting ready for that July 29th draft. I guess we'll pick a few wings that we like, right? So on the next show, we'll talk a little bit about that, see if we can catch up on some of these prospects by draft day. I don't have any idea about anything. I mean, honestly, I don't know how much time you want to invest in it because we might not even have the picks, but you know, it'll keep us busy. Jay, are you ready for our camping trip coming up? What day is that again now? July 25th, just a few days before the draft. The 25th. Is that a Sunday night? It's a Saturday night. Jay, are you sure you're doing this? Or, I mean, how could you be this uncertain of when it is? I don't know. Just... Okay, forget it. I thought it was going to be a quick yes or no, and now you're asking so many <laughs> questions. I did say yes. Barry, so. are you, you're still not You confused right? Jason because you said it's a Saturday night, but you threw out a date of July 25th, yeah. which is a Sunday. Yeah, see, I'm confused. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. That's what oh, you have the calendar like in your head. All right, it's 24th. We are the calendar guys, remember. It's July 24th. I'm sorry. Right, well, that's why that's why I was confused. I didn't understand. You got a whole fucking calendar sense. right there in front of you? And congratulations again to Teddy White. Yeah, yeah. Teddy White, man. Congrats, man. That cake used to be delicious. Enjoy that crumb. Blandy, what's it going to be like when he bites into that It's Hardest, it's hardest Life podcast crumb cake? Because he's going to get a little well, taste of all three of us. I mean, it's going to be, well, because of the marshmallow, it's going to be sticky. Sticky and white. Yeah, I'm gonna, Teddy, I'm going to give you a heads up here just so you feel comfortable eating it. We did not help put it together. So Jay's hands were nowhere near this. Uh, he did nothing to the cake. No, no part of my body was anywhere near it. No. just I mean, he's envisioning it right now, but he, he was in, in no way a part of the baking process. Or will be. If you build it, he will come. I don't know if Teddy's going to be able to eat it, knowing that you had a part in it. Jay. You know, the uh, the marshmallow is uh, was a good choice just because this month's crumb cake of the month is the campfire crumb cake, which is the s'mores one, which is the one that we had last year at that party at, at uh, Barry's house in the summer. That, and that was the best crumb cake I've ever eaten. Yeah, marshmallow was was really good. Mm. But this is going to be better because of the cookie dough crumb. I don't even know what that would be taste like. Yeah. Yeah, wow. How do you even do that? Can we can we build the same thing and then when we the next time we see each other, we eat that so that way we could talk about how wonderful it is? <laughs> uh When's the next time we're we we just going to ask other, Teddy but... to tell us how good it tasted and then just trust his judgment? Teddy, if if you get this cake, if you even listen to the show, you leave us a voicemail as you're eating it, maybe. And Ooh. describe to Jay every every bite. Or maybe shoot a little video. It's not just when you come, like, it's it's how hard you come. All right. Damn straight. All right, guys. I mean, you know, we're back. We're dirtier than ever. And, uh, you know, it's a hard Nick's life. So until next time, whenever that may be, it is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.